0: Hey guys, you're listening to In Traffic with Neil Rubenstein. I am Neil Rubenstein, and today I will be sitting in traffic talking to comedian Mookie Thompson. Yo. Yo. What up, Mookie?
1: Not too much, man. How you doing?
0: I'm good. Are you Are you high?
1: No, man. Sadly, I'm not even slightly.
0: Ah, uh, all right. I was, I was hoping you're always high. In my fantasy, you're always high. Well, I don't really think it, it wears off that quickly. <laughs>
2: I'm,
1: I'm dry as hell, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that there's still drugs in my bloodstream
0: from last time. You've worked on a bunch of TV shows at this point, right? A like, you, you. you. What was the most recent one? That was like that prank show.
1: The Most recent thing I did, yeah, was a hidden camera prank show for MTV International, whose slogan is "Everywhere but here." So
2: I'm
1: on, <laughs> I'm on TV all over the world, and nobody even believes it.
2: <laughs>
1: like I get, I get tweets from like random ass people from Portugal and shit. Like I gotta translate them. Most of them are just like, you fucking suck. But at least they know who I am,
2: you
1: know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was uh, I just want to move to the most impoverished country where the show airs and just live like a king. <laughs> that's, that's my plan if this shit doesn't work out.
0: Yeah, but it's going to cost you your whole life savings to get there.
1: Yeah, but that's fine. I mean, I'm pretty sure anywhere outside of America, you could survive off of like, I don't know, was it, like $6 a year? Damn. I don't know, that's what I read somewhere.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty accurate number. It's about that. <laughs> uh Is there a second season of
1: that show? Are you on it? We don't know yet. We're waiting to see how it goes. They have. There has been talks about bringing it back domestic for season two, making it just a like a proper MTV show. Um, which would be cool. Yeah. Because, like, I wrote on the whole series, and then, like, I just got hired as a writer for two weeks initially. And I ended up writing on it for, like, four months and acting in every episode of the series, except for, like, two out of 20. So, I mean, that was pretty crazy. It really, like, telescopes into a ton of work. Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, pranking. I never knew... That, like, I had already been doing this shit my entire life. I didn't even realize. It, so I was like, oh, you mean just go harass people? Oh, you, you got it. <laughs> like, I took so easily to doing this shit. It was crazy. Like, and I had, like, a a unique ability to make people flip out on me. Like, I, all the other actors on the show were kind of like, I don't know, more actory. So they were like, they want to do a good job. They don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But, like, I just went so hard on some people. Some old dude attacked me with a briefcase. I got beat <laughs> up by like a twenty-year-old chick in Wa- in Washington Square Park. She's punching me in the head and shit.
0: I I feel like I feel like pranks in New York or like in New York City are more dangerous than anywhere else.
1: Oh, absolutely! Like when I got attacked by this girl, it was the same day as the Brussels attacks. And my producer came up with this idea to have me. Go up to people's computers in the park with a digital thermometer, and I had a speaker in my pocket that would make like a like a data transfer noise, and I would shine the laser from the thermometer on their computer, and I'd be like, "I got the passwords, go, go, go!" and just run off. And this is the same day as like a majorly publicized terrorist attack, and I'm holding this thing that looks like a small gun. <laughs> pointing it at everyone, but then, like, the balls of this girl, like, I kind of, uh, I was impressed that she was brave enough to, like, she chased me down and grabbed me, started to punch me in the head, digging in my pockets so she can get her passwords back, <laughs> <laughs> which is insane, because if I was actually out there doing that, I would have fucking killed her. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, but you that- know what I mean? That's, like, ridiculous to just put your life on the line, but when it turns out that she works for... CBS News, so she had, like, massive amounts of confidential information on her computer. So she, like, laid her life on the line for that fucking corporation. It's incredible.
0: And they'll fire her tomorrow for no reason anyway. Yeah. They'll give a if, fuck they about just,
1: If they just heard about this happening. It, <laughs> uh,
0: no one breaks it up. No one, like, gets, stops her before she attacks you. Well, like... do will give a fuck about you. Well, really,
1: though, they know, like, that was kind of, like, one of my roles on the show because they knew that they could send me to do stuff that nobody else would do or that they even legally couldn't ask an actor to do because it's too dangerous, you know? So, like, they broke it up, but they gave it a second. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) But, like, because she started attacking me. The first thing I said was, yo, chill out. I just took your password, which, of course, just escalates the situation. But then it's like, oh, relax, it's just a prank, it's just a prank. But then by that point, once somebody is that angry, they don't give a fuck anyway. And
0: did she end up signing
1: off on it, or did you, like, blur no. her out? No, yeah, we just blur. I mean, that's the funniest part. The people that got the most angry about being pranked all refused to sign a release, like, oh, I don't ever want to be part of this. And we're just like, oh, dang. Well, we'll just put cartoon sunglasses on your dumb face then, <laughs> and you're going to be in the show looking like a complete asshole. So, a lot of people got caught with that.
0: I'm, I'm torn in how I feel about it. Like, I'm super but the, stoked uh, for The you.
1: morality of it?
0: Yeah, like, I'm super stoked for you, and I hope it keeps going, but, like, dude, I I would also flip out. <laughs> like, yeah, but it's funny.
1: Like, we don't actually hurt anybody. I fucking, I shined a light on her computer and played a noise in her ear. So,
0: yeah, that. I mean? but I see something. Well, yeah, I guess you guys aren't
1: doing like the more messed up stuff. Like, there's some like YouTube pranks that are like, you know, someone's gonna get real hurt, like real real hurt, you know? Yeah, yeah. We but had another thing planned um, for the same day. The reason they ended up, I ended up doing this like running gun, like uh, data stealing thing, is because we had set up a huge thing with we had these heat tech jackets. And this is something that I pitched, like, early on in the season and was, like, trying so hard to get made. But basically it's a jacket that heats itself up. But the one that we made, one that would burst into flames. So we have a stuntman wearing the fire jacket, and we have a, a regular person, like a Mark, trying on one that looks just like it. So we zip up their jacket, and it locks, and they can't get it off. And then they see the guy next to them, his jacket, burst into flames as this is heating up. <laughs> So that 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 was the same day, and when it was like those Brussels attacks, that was just like, nope, shut it down. Absolutely not. No one's wearing an exploding jacket in New York City because you know that would have been fucking. That would have caused mass hysteria if somebody saw that happening.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But it's crazy. that like, never- that was like a really expensive shoot. We set up, built all these props. If we would have shot it the day before, it'd be in the show. You know.
0: Is there a safer place you can do that stuff? Well, like, it wouldn't
1: uh, really work. Yeah, like, we went to some uh, malls and shit. We went to this one mall in Connecticut. But it's just, like, the people in the suburbs are just, like, more, like, slow and relaxed. And, like, they don't react that hard to things. Half the time, they don't even understand what the fuck is going on. So, like, the best shit was definitely in the city. And, like, we did another mall in, like, South Brooklyn where it's, like, a little more hood. And there's just, like, incredible reactions. People would go, like, go off the handle about the smallest things and then always laugh about it pretty much.
0: Are Are you worried about getting shot?
1: <laughs> well, partially, yeah. I mean, like, after <laughs> we did that thing when I got beat up by the girl, they were like, okay, now we're going to go do the same thing on the street. And that's the first time in the whole show that I was like, no. This is not happening. I'm not going up to people with my fucking laser gun on the street. Like, I will get shot by a cop from, like, fucking a block away.
0: (laughs) Uh,
1: But, yeah, good fun. Good fun.
0: Yeah, good, 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 good fun. I got to do a lot
1: of, like, fake-ass stunt work. So, like, (laughs) that was cool, too. Just, like, falling into shit. And, like, this is something I used to just do as a kid for fun. Like, I would go into stores on crutches and just fall down and knock over a bunch of shit. Just to fuck with people. I, like, never even thought to film it or anything. It's just, like, I'm sick in the head.
0: Yeah, that's what, like, when Jackass first came out. Well, I guess yeah. it, was, it was Can't Chill Yourself first. When the Can't Kill Yourself videos came out, like, that was just what me and my friends were, like, doing, you know? Exactly, I mean,
1: that's, like... Especially if you like hung out with like hardcore kids or skaters,
0: skaters was yeah. doing
1: dumb shit like that all the time.
0: I got, mad. I got mad at some kids the other day. I was driving, and, like I saw some kids doing something. I got like real mad, and then like when I passed them, I was like, uh, I, I shouldn't be mad. I didn't. <laughs> like exactly. Oh, <I,
1: laughs> uh, you got like you got like old man mad.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's just funny because, like, I hear so many people be like, oh, kids these days, kids these days. I'm like, or exactly like kids are days. Exactly. Yeah. Like, they just, you know, they fucking know how to monetize it better because of YouTube and Snapchat. Like, <laughs> it's the same.
1: Yeah, well, like, shit. if YouTube like, existed back then, jackass never would have happened. That's a thing.
0: Yeah, because it would have just been
2: all
0: over YouTube. It just would have been, yeah. oh, everyone does this. This is nothing
1: special. Yeah. You get up mostly in Brooklyn these days? Um, yeah, mostly in Brooklyn. I mean, a couple spots in Manhattan. But I, if I could never cross a bridge again, I would do it.
2: Because <laughs> like
1: if I could do all of my comedy in my own neighborhood, that would be fantastic. It's pretty close and, to that. Like, I live, like, yeah. three minutes from the creek, two minutes from Matchless, five minutes from the knitting factory. Like, you could literally have an entire comedy career and only go to those three places. Do
0: you, do you get up at that Matchless show a lot, that Michael Chase show?
1: Yeah, all the time. I've done that show almost, probably almost more than anyone besides the guys that host it. Oh,
0: because it's, like, Kenny the, of the Forest most of now, right? Or did it at the end? Huh?
1: No, no, that's... um.
0: The that's Sunday
1: show. night at knit yeah. But um Monday's the matchless is Nimesh Patel and Mike Denny. Oh yeah, okay. He's doing Mike Denny's show all
0: the time too. He you brought him out to uh A&H show a bunch of times.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's a good dude. But yeah, that's just yeah, so I just funny. started going there every single week, like five years ago. And then like they started giving me spots and then I started just showing up asking for more spots. Couple times, I even just walked in there as the host was coming off the stage. I'd be like, "Yo, man, when am I up?" He'd be like, "Uh, oh shit, uh, next, I guess." Thinking that he forgot. <laughs> 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 like, that actually worked, and I told him about it like last week, and he was like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> uh, I mean, that's just the. I mean, that's comedy in a nutshell, man. You just gotta just be. Yeah. You got to be a fucking barnacle, dude. Just like. Around, always be there to the point where it's annoying.
0: Yeah, it, that's like the hardest thing for me because like I hate being, I hate being like a punisher, you know. Yeah. Like, like you gotta do it. Like, I, like there's this, this you know, McGuire's on Long Island. Like, their whole thing is they want comics to hang out and they reward you with spots. So like, I gotta go and just hang out. <laughs> like, yeah. They always they always put me up, but I always feel like like I'm begging. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. they don't make me they don't make me feel like that. But I I feel like that. You know,
1: like. Yeah, uh, that's like that was a, a sticking point for me for the first couple of years. Like I kept saying, like, how come I'm not getting booked more? Blah blah blah. But then it's just like nowadays, if I go to a show that I'm not booked on, it's like nine times out of ten they'll put me on the next one. You know what I mean? Just because you're there, just hanging out. Like, if you hit somebody up like, oh, let me get a spot on your show, the first thing that everybody thinks is, go fuck yourself. Why should I book you, you piece of shit? Even if they like you.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I give them all the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: I barely even run shows nowadays, maybe like once a month at most, and so just get tons of random messages from people that want to get up on the show that have never come, never anything, like never done anything for me, never offer me a spot on anything, you know? So it's like, but I get it. You got to try, and I don't blame them. But, yeah, man, just being places is uh, that's the key. It's the stupidest thing ever, but it's how it works. But, like, I hate doing shit on spec. Just like, oh, got to go hang out. Hopefully someone will fucking give me something out of this. Yeah, that
0: like, that, that's the other thing of it is, like, well, I can go, like, tonight, for instance. Like, I can go hang out, like, at your show, which I would love to do. Like, I, I love watching you. Uh, I love Noah Gardensworth. I like Tommy. Like, I like that kid Ian Hunt. But, like, or I can stay on Long Island and actually get a 12-minute spot in front of a real audience. Yeah. Like, I, 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 you know what I mean? It's, like, it's such a tough thing. Like, you know, I want to go hang out in Brooklyn and, like, get familiar with that scene and, you know, start getting spots, but why am I going to not get up today? You know what I mean? Like, I want to get up.
1: Yeah, I know. It's a tough thing. Like, I used to always try to be, like, hustling open mics every day. But then after a while, that kind of becomes, like, counterintuitive. You start to, like, you're writing a bunch of new shit, but you're not polishing any of your old shit. And then, like... You're fucking... If you go to two open mics in a day, you're, like, done with comedy for the day. You don't feel like doing anything else. And, it's like, now I just kind of channeled that, all that energy into just going to shows instead. And I think it's definitely definitely paying off. I'm getting up more than ever now.
0: But you were doing that open mic hustle for a long time. Like, you weren't just... Yeah, for a while. Like, you... So like, kind of what I was saying like when I was when we were texting earlier like what I was saying about like oh come on guy go or don't go Jesus, fuck sorry what I was saying on the uh, when we were texting earlier today like uh I, I I'm still in the open mic hustle so I still need those minutes you know like yeah. once I get once I get strong enough you know me you know it's only been like a, a year and a half this time around so maybe in a year from now or a year and a half from now, then I can go invest some more time in the hangout.
1: But I feel like where you're at, like mics for you should be more about just getting more people to know who you are. Cause like, I feel like you have good stuff and like you can write a joke and know if it works or not. You know what I mean? You're not at the stage where you are just like throwing shit at the wall. Like a lot of these other open micers. Well, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, you, you already have, like, you have, like, fucking 10, 15 minutes of stuff that works at least, right? Yeah, I have, uh, I have 20,
0: you know, like, I can do 20 minutes pretty easy.
1: So, and, I like, mean, once I I'm got not, to like, that point... point, not, like, filler shit had, either, like, just... Yeah, yeah. Once I had, like, my first tight 10, I was like, I don't need to work on my shit at open mics anymore. The only reason I'm doing this is so that people can see me and know who I am. And then I can get booked, you know.
0: But I use it for like reps though, you know what I mean? Like I just I gotta keep I gotta keep doing it, I gotta keep doing it like I have a good you know, I have like good chunks of material, like I can do four mics in a day and do a different five minutes each one of those mics. But at the end of the day that I just did my stuff once. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. I, I need to like
1: that's why the mic grind is, like, tough, man. Like, you, you it's way more work than, than the, like, the reward you get out of it. Yeah. Instead of, like, that's why I would just focus on going to, like, the hot mics. I mean, hot mics are actually, like, the worst experience ever when, it's like, everyone knows each other and it's, like, packed out. But you get to go do shit that you've already worked on that no one's heard, and then it's like, oh, who's this guy? You know what I mean? Instead of, you know, instead of going to fucking... And climate's a great place to work on material, but the odds of anyone seeing you there that's going to put you on a show that matters is kind of low, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't want to sound like a shill for the company, but, you know, I, 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 get, mean, I like, do get some stuff. I, no, I know skills, what you're saying. I know what you're
1: like, saying. In general, for, like, most people going there, they're not, like, getting booked off that mic for a Yeah. Say. I don't know. Yeah, I, I understand what
0: you mean. Yeah, I get it. But, uh, like... I'm in a unique spot too, though, because like I do get quality stage time at other, like at some other places. Like I do get up on the island at, at least at least once a week, usually twice a week, at like a real, you know, at, like a real club with a real audience. So, yeah. like those days, like those days are great because then I can do like a real set and get a good gauge of stuff, but. It's still just one set. You know what I mean? Like it's not like in the city where, like, what you were saying before, where you could do, creek, matchless, and knit all in one day, and like, three yeah. Co- and and also, also
1: like every comic that sees you, at all those places, they all have a show. Yeah, you know what I mean, like you can do one mic on a Sunday at Legion Bar in Brooklyn. There'll be forty comics there, and it's probably thirty of them run shows.
0: But then doesn't, like, isn't
2: it's it, like,
1: the I, same I mean, like, I show using, all the time? Like, what,
0: what's that? Isn't it, like, the same show all the time? What do you mean? Like, are, are the, first of all, do those shows have audiences, or are those shows are just, like, five people at a bar, and you're like, it's a slugfest. Well, there's
1: a, it ranges, but, like, I mean... I prefer to go like work on my shit in front of five regular people at a bar than practicing at a mic anyway, regardless. So, like, so what I was saying. Yeah. Instead of testing, I don't really test shit out at mics anymore. I just, when I want to do new stuff, I just do it at like a shittier show that I don't care about, you know? It's like, it's harder to, to get, to like keep that going. But I feel like I get a lot more out of it. Making re- real people laugh or not laugh at something means a lot more than doing it for comics. Yeah, but
0: just like what I—I I don't mean like a, I don't mean to be like make excuses and shit. But uh, but that's what oh, I man, do. I
1: love excuses, dude.
2: Despite
0: <laughs> uh, my like, life. Like I did, like like I did Mark's show at Grizzly Pear once,
2: uh-huh.
0: and it was like. It was brutal for me. Like, I, I like the audience didn't want to be there. They weren't. They didn't want to hear jokes. You know. Yeah, and I it's mean just that like... A,
1: that's a that's a shit show. I mean that's a perfect example of a place that I use like an open mic. You know what I mean? and like that whole Greenwich Village scene is kind of a nightmare. You think? What's that? You think? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. That's why, like, I never I never got into that shit. Like, I liked going to open mics in the city when I first started because I didn't know any of the people, and I could bomb comfortably in front of them. But, like, the Brooklyn scene is just so much more popping. Everybody is, like, up and coming, doing real shit, and it's, like, even though it, it probably, like, it won't seem as supportive at first, but, like, it'll take a minute for people to, like, get to know you and warm up to you and stuff. But it's just a much a much better community of artists than, like, the people, like, hanging out on McDougal all night. Like, the cellar is not, is that's not the only route to go, you know what I mean? Like, all the people that I know that are past there, they all started doing shit up the creek and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, all those dudes that just live on McDougal Street, they're never getting up there. I don't know. What do I know?
2: No, no. It's, what do I know? Like now, you yeah. just
1: get. They, I feel like a lot of dudes in that area are like pigeonholed to just stay there. You know what I mean? Like you got to be, got to be hitting up everything.
0: Uh, y- yeah. No, I. No, I know. I try to hit up. I think you know. Like I, I see a huge difference between Long Island audiences and like the city crowds that I. That oh I my god, yeah. dude!
1: Long Island audiences are like practically fucking hicks. By yeah. <laughs> It's weird. Yeah, like it, even like it when is. we're I an mean, AMH show. Sometimes the people there will just be like, I can't even believe. Like they'll laugh at the most racist and homophobic things, but they love it. it. And then like, yeah, and it's like it's it's way more comparable to like a, a road crowd. Yeah, like it's crowd.
0: like anything. Like anytime I joke about like equality, like any kind of equality jokes. They don't like I it. get, like, stares. Yeah, I get stares. Like, <laughs> I have a joke making fun of people, like, staring at hot girls, you know? Yeah. Like, how it's, like, it's creepy and you're making them uncomfortable. And uh, I, I – sometimes I'll tell it at McGuire's, which is, you know, far out on the Island, And, like, the women will look at me like, huh? I'm like, wait, you you guys <laughs> – <laughs> I know that. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you guys would prefer the other
1: one, all right, I guess, you know. Yeah. You I, know, like I, I had similar experience. I do this joke about my friend coming out of the closet and like in the city it crushes and then I did that shit at Stress Factory in New Jersey and you could hear a pin drop in the room, dude. Like <laughs> that's like that's like twenty minutes outside of the city and they were like, No way, not here. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: it is so weird to see that there's such an incredible cultural divide and it's so close.
0: <laughs> yeah. I I used to joke too about like like after you pass one ten it just becomes the South. And like the mo- the more I'm out there <laughs> like working in Patchogue, I'm like oh
1: jeez <laughs> Long Island is is so much like Florida. Like yo, I feel like the the people there, the style that like in the in the summer months, there's no discernible difference between Long Island and Florida except the service is faster.
0: Yo, one of my favorite places in all of America is Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> Why? And like it's it's a, it's actually like got a really cool like art and tattoo scene. It's like it's a cool place, but it's like riddled with rednecks and like. That's exactly what Long Island is. It's like like after further examination, I was like, oh, I like Birmingham because it reminds me of, like, where I'm from. It reminds me of home. Yeah. Like, but it's
2: the
1: just the like, weird part about Long Islanders is, though, that they have no idea they're rednecks. They all think they're yeah. a bunch of blue state people.
0: <laughs> but, but now, no, dude, like now that country music's big out here, People like start embracing the redneckness of it all. Really? Like there was that yeah, like there was that Trump rally up on my work and it was like it was redneck central, like people with Confederate flags on their pickup trucks, stoked. It's bad, wow. dude. It's it's That's bad. Wild. It's like legit rednecks now. Yeah, they're into it. They love it.
1: I I avoid Long Island at all costs. Literally, like, we were doing that show I, I, was just, I would go only that far well, Just for the night And get the fuck out of there As quick as humanly possible I'd have the car, like, running at the curb
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which is, like, crazy Like, I, I still love the place But it's just, like, every time I'm there I feel like I'm trapped in a void of some kind Like, there's just nothing going on And everyone's so fucking dumb
0: <laughs> well, there are a few of us that aren't so dumb I Yeah, mean, there's a few of us I aren't. mean,
1: I'm one of them, you know But, uh, there's, but I mean, that's why we all got involved in, like, punk and hardcore and shit Like, we were a scene of people that didn't really belong there, uh, kind of, in a way
2: Yeah People that were, no, so, uh,
1: More way, way, way more progressive and, like, artistic and shit You know what I mean? Like, that was, like, a godsend to be able to find that if I grew up without the hardcore scene, I would probably be like a fucking meathead addicted to dope right now. You know what I mean? That's like what most of Long Island is. It's like that, or like these fucking rednecks that you're telling me about. It's like the new wave. Like, you ever make? You ever go to a gym in Long Island?
0: Yeah, <laughs> and not recently, but yeah. <laughs>
2: but that that is
1: a perfect cross section of what it's like. Like, yeah. in most places in the island, it's, like, these fucking meatheads, and they're all, like, ready to fight at any second. Uh, and they're all, like, half-wiggers. It doesn't make any sense.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh...
1: Yeah, that was wiggers no, with a W, just in case the connection's not that good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, thanks. I wasn't uncomfortable enough the first time you said it, thank you. For... <laughs> with a W,
2: a W. Okay.
0: I could say
1: that. That's our word.
0: Yeah, that is your
2: word. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Like, are you getting up besides your show tonight, or it's
1: just the it's the one thing? Tonight, just the one spot. When I'm hosting, I don't like to be running around doing other spots because, like, so much. I'm getting like a million texts about the show, and like, well, not that many, like, (laughs) not that many people are going, but I gotta like promote it all day, and I gotta run the lineup, and I gotta fucking, I gotta write new material pretty much every show because it's a lot of the same people. So, like, I'd rather just chill and enjoy it. It's like hosting the only the only good thing about it is that like I don't really care about how my performance goes when I'm hosting cuz I know that everyone else is going to bring it so I can actually just like fuck around and have fun. So, it's more of a, it's like it's almost like a night off. So
0: you're hosting and Tommy's doing? Tommy's doing the set or are you guys No, hosting? we
1: we host together. We go up together in the beginning and then we alternate throughout the rest of the show. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's fun. Sometimes, like, us up there together is, like, an amazing two-man duo act, and then sometimes it's just, like, utterly miserable when we're not on the same page. But it's fun to see what's going to happen. Because also, like, I rarely, I never go on stage without knowing exactly what I'm going to say. So that I also enjoy, just going up there with him and, like, having to bounce back and forth. It leaves things a little more uh, loose for weird shit to happen.
0: So, like, what about, like, a, a day like tomorrow? Or what Like, are you getting up a bunch of times, or you're just...
1: Tomorrow I just have one spot, one-in-one uh, one in Manhattan. And that's something I just booked yesterday. I, I realized I didn't have a spot for Friday, so I just asked them, yo, let me get up. But I've been trying to get up every day. Like, I think I only missed one day this month so far. A um, couple of them are just mics, but, like, mostly... Almost all booked shows. But that's like planning ahead. You know what I mean? Like last week of May, I knew that I had the Caroline thing coming up. So it's like I got to get up a lot in June. So I just started hitting up everyone I know that had shows. and was basically filling out the calendar. I mean, that's the way you got to do it too. Like you got to be booking for, like right now I'm trying to book shit for August. which I don't normally do it like, that far ahead of time, I usually wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't have a show. Let's see what I can find. And, like, that only works (laughs) some of the time. Meanwhile, everybody else looks at this shit like it's a business and they fucking schedule shit out. It's way smarter that way. And if you're working in advance and you know, like, you need a show this day, like, it's easier to, like, go out and seek it out and find out what show's going on that day, find out what you gotta do to get on like a month or two in advance.
0: It's, it's, It's funny that, like, Hardcore trained us for this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
0: You know what I mean? You know, like, like, all right, we're going to be in, like, the Philly, Lancaster, Scranton area on Friday. Like, what Like, what can we do? Like, where are some good house shows? Where are some good basements? Yeah,
1: exactly. You know? Just whatever you can do to fill in the day. Yeah. Um, yeah, like the Carolines thing. I'm headlining a Caroline next week, as you know. When are you going to put this up, by the way? Is this going to be, like, promotional material for me, or what? Nah. No? (laughs)
2: Uh,
1: Pretty much everyone who might listen already has a ticket, like, both of you.
0: Actually, I have, like, I have a pretty decent listenership, i found. uh, Really? Yeah, some metrics I got back say some pretty neat stuff.
1: That's cool. Was it like fifty? Um,
0: uh I don't wanna
1: No, you don't have to divulge because you don't yeah. want someone to look it up and find out that you're lying.
0: No, nah, you can look it you you can't you can't look it up. I just a number that's awesome for me isn't an awesome number in the real world. Oh
1: uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? But it's like uh. for me it's like a staggering number. Like I was like, oh shit. Really? Well,
1: Shit. You, you put them up like once a week?
0: Yeah, every Monday I put them up.
1: You're going to uh, post this on Monday?
0: No, you're uh, you're like third or fourth in line.
1: Ah, come on, man. Post me this Monday so people can hear about the damn show. No, Cut no. this part
0: out. Cut this part out. I'm leaving it. And. Uh, I can't. I, can't, uh, I have uh, Jesse Graff from uh-huh. uh, American Ninja Warrior. And uh,
1: so oh, she goes up Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah she,
0: of course. She goes up yeah. Monday. And then I have uh, Chris Roach from Kevin Can Wait, the new Kevin James sitcom.
1: Nice. So when you put this one up, you'll just be advertising for shows that already happened. Great. Well, it
0: we'll won't be. Like, I don't. Uh,
1: yeah, I know.
0: Dude, no one's using this as promotional. <laughs> Look, man, I
1: thought this was like morning radio and
0: shit. No, this is uh this is definitely not morning radio. You know, this, this is the opposite. more of an
1: afternoon phone call.
0: Yeah, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh I bullshit with people for uh anyway, what I was gonna say minutes. about
1: the Caroline's thing is like it's a lot like like headlining a show at the crazy donkey or some shit. You know what I mean? Like I basically gotta sell tickets. You know, and it's like the same kind of shit. They'll only put me up there because they, like, I convince them I could bring a certain amount of people. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, so that's not impressive at all. <laughs> Well, no, it's not
1: supposed to be impressive, but, I, you know, I, whatever, man. You get the- <laughs> <laughs> like, No, that's weird. not the only reason they put me out, but you know what I'm uh-huh. to, to, like, the hardcore shit, like, you're saying, like, it is very, no, yeah, like, you know, yeah, like, like, you like, can fill the room. backtrack yeah. might play at, at, at Crazy Donkey. It's not because, not the only reason they're putting them out is because they can bring people, but they still have to in order to, like, fulfill their agreement or whatever.
0: Yeah, like if you if you're not worth the tickets, you're not going to play the room that holds that many tickets. You'll play the smaller room. Yeah, like you'll 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 go to they'll put you up in standing room, you know, and be like.
1: But like, clubs will like right, so 40- fucking take advantage of people. You know, I'm, you know what I mean? Like pay to yeah. play. Like regular, like a general in general, like bringer shows are like the biggest fucking scam.
0: Yeah, but you know what, man.
1: But it is, uh, it's a good thing to do if you really need a tape and you're first starting out. That's the only way I'll probably do like, do it once or twice, so you can get a good tape at a club, and never ever do it again. You think? That's, if not, you're, that's,
0: uh, that's if my you're, honest
1: suggestion about bringers. Yeah. I don't
0: know, man. I don't. I don't know. Like. I, I like being You're able to it. do, like... Well, yeah, you, like you,
1: being you've able been, to like, a- brainwashed by Latin Buddha,
0: No, <laughs> no. Every, no, every no, mic, no,
1: they make you repeat this shit.
0: No, I just, I like... I like getting up in a real club in front of a real... Like, a real softball audience. Like, I like I that.
1: I mean, everybody likes that, but... You know, there's other ways to do it. Yeah, but I have
0: I have to do is bring four people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My wife's coming yeah. to everything, so that's three people. I gotta bring three people.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that doesn't even sound like a bad deal, but...
0: Ah, see, got you.
1: When is it, man? I'll come.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, you know, it's yeah, so weird I like... that I get to just go enjoy a comedy show. you know yeah. well, that's something like a few weeks ago... Uh, a bunch of my, a bunch of people I used to work with happened to be at this comedy show that I just went to hang out in, and they were like, oh, come on, come sit with us." I was like, "What are you kidding me? I can't be seen sitting down here." <laughs> you know, like you can't fucking sit down and enjoy a show. I will get someone will take my picture from stage, and I'll be mocked on the internet for like weeks. <laughs> like, well, the next show I go to, they'll pull up a chair for me. It's like, ah fuck you
2: <laughs>
1: i I have to stand in the
0: back with the comics,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs>
1: they don't let us sit hey, and uh, that's the only the only thing governing like the comedy community is the fact that you will get mercilessly made fun of for anything you do wrong. It's the only justice system we have,
0: oh man, I don't think. I don't think there's enough of that. I think people, I mean, whatever, I'm pro bully but I feel like there's, like, so many, like, different like clicks now where it's, like, motherfucker, you're not that cool, you know? I
1: don't know, man. I've heard a lot of different stories about these clicks and whatnot, and I've said this shit before in the past, and i got to say, I feel like it's a mess.
0: Nah dude, I see it. Maybe not at a your click, level
1: all a click Maybe is not at your people level people that you don't know. Like I nah, at man. this point I just I've met so many comics, there's nowhere that I go where I'm like, oh this is, these guys clicky. It's just like nah, they, they don't
0: No, I'm saying people I know. Like I'll go I'll go to a show. it's mostly it's mostly open micers. I don't think it's your level. I think once I think if you're not seeing it at the bar scene, then it's not at the bar scene. But I'm saying I go to open mics a lot, and I see the same group of kids, and I know these kids. That's they're they're on mics I host, and they you know they all sit together, and they like like as soon as one of them is done, they all go upstairs to hang out with that one you know popular. Yeah, I know this might show. sound
1: strange to you, but those people are friends. Nah, dude. <laughs> it's nah. something that something that you might not have a lot of experience with. <laughs>
2: it's not that it's not that well, I,
0: don't I know the difference. I know the difference. <laughs> I know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> I know what friendship looks like. I've watched it. I've watched it from my bedroom window my whole childhood.
1: I know what friendship looks but like. But the the only reason why I'm on this side of the argument is because I've literally said and felt the exact same things as you before. And then after I just kept doing it for a while, meeting enough people, all those like things started to kind of like fade away. And like those dudes that you're talking about, it sounds like they just only know each other, and they don't like you know what I mean. Like they, I don't know. It's like. It's more of a community, like a comedy at large, than any type of cliques from my experiences. And, like, I know I felt like an outsider when I first started. I was like, man, all these guys fucking know each other. They're, like, hazing me and shit. The first open mic I ever went to, Mike Lawrence was hosting. And um, oh. they purposely made me last in, a, in the bucket. And so it was like there was only two people there. And like they tried to act like my name wasn't in there, and blah blah blah, and like they just didn't know me from anyone, and they didn't give a fuck. Of course they're gonna let up all the people they see every week. You know what I mean? And like that shit made me furious. But now like I look back at it, like if I was in the same exact position, some random dude comes into my open mic who's horrible and nervous. You know what I mean? Like he's gonna, he's probably gonna end up feeling a bit dejected, because it's nah, a,
2: man. it's
0: a, it's a cold world, yo. But I don't do that. I got a bucket, yeah, well, every time I'm at Open Mic, I got a bucket with names in it. I don't, I just told the next name.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was that was an extreme example, but dude, man, I, I remember when I fucking first started going to hardcore shows, I had uh, some show flyer, it wasn't even my show, like a friend of mine was booking a show, and uh, I forget what band it was on, it, like, it might have been like Sky Came Falling or something was on the show, and I handed one to Rick. Richterfuge and him yeah. and everyone he was sitting with, they all started bursting out laughing at me. It's like, oh, who else is on the show, man? Is fucking is Seven Dust coming through? Uh, fucking, they just started naming off of like all like, is Warzone gonna be there? <laughs> like, and I was fucking like, screw these guys. Who the fuck are they? But again, it's the same situation. The click only exists until you know the people, and then like, it's not even a real thing anymore. You know. And I deserve uh, to be mocked because I didn't know shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I kind of back that.
1: I kind
0: of, I kind of <laughs> back that. I kind of back
1: so, the
2: <laughs> you talking music,
0: <laughs> It's just, a,
1: it's just a bit of hazing. You gotta, see, you know what I mean? It's like a, when you have the perspective on it. it I don't know. It's that's
2: what, that's,
1: despite the fact that in in comedy, it's all a bunch of fucking nerds. So the only reason that all these people are like backing each other up is because they desperately need it.
0: Uh, yeah, well, that's, uh, that's why this, uh, these conversations are good. I'm an open-minded guy. I'm willing to change and admit I'm wrong. I, I'm just going to have to uh, hang out with you in Brooklyn. That's, uh, I don't smoke weed, though. I don't
1: really know if you can get in my
0: clique. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I don't smoke weed, so you guys are going to be like, oh, who's the square? Who's like the uh, 50-year-old man hanging out? <laughs> Yeah,
1: narc- I mean, or- <laughs> that's the one thing. This is not an option. You've got to smoke this shit. Yeah.
2: yeah,
0: okay. <laughs> I'll get right on that. You know, Mookie,
2: uh, I got home. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> All right. Peace, man. Jerk, Neil.